This is a special edition of Late Night Health. I'm Mark Allen. Uh, November is uh, Caregivers Month and National Caregivers Month. And we're going to spend some time with John Lear, President and CEO of uh, the Parkinson's Foundation. We'll also spend some time with Gil Kim, Parkinson's advocate and a caregiver. Um, John, welcome back to Late Night Health. And Gil, welcome to Late Night Health. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, Mark. Uh, John, let's start with you. Uh, any any breakthroughs coming through on, on Parkinson's right now? It's, yeah, it's such I, an important issue. Yeah, you know, so Parkinson's affects a million Americans, 90,000 individuals diagnosed each year. I think we're making a lot of progress on caring for the disease, um, you know, um, better existing medications, really an emphasis on exercise, which I think is really helping people. Um, we're investing more money today than ever before in research that's getting at the underlying causes and basic biology of the disease. And there's a lot of new medications that are in clinical trials that are likely to be coming on the market in the next couple of years. So we're, you know, we haven't, we haven't gotten to the end game. We're still working really hard at it, but I think there's a lot of encouraging positive news out there. I think uh, we did a, we did an interview not too long ago on boxing Boxing and Parkinson's. Beat yeah, the, I mean, beat the hell out of uh, Parkinson's, and apparently it helps the uh, the patient. Yeah, again, it's non-contact boxing, so we're not asking people to punch each other. But um, you know, just the uh, learning the moves of, of boxing uh, is great. It's great for physical health, but it's also great for sort of retraining your mind uh, to do something that you you're not you know never done before. I mean, a lot of people think boxing is just you know punching straight ahead, but there's a lot of different moves. And a lot of uh, eye-hand coordination, which is uh, which is all all good for helping with people with Parkinson's disease. I think that's good for people in general, really. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Uh, let's uh, talk to Gil a, a moment. Gil, uh, you uh, are a caregiver for your your uh, your wife. Uh, how long has she been um, uh, a Parkinson's uh, uh, diagnosed with Parkinson's, and uh, how do you fit into her life and take care of her. Well, thank you, Mark. Uh, she was diagnosed uh, back in uh, February 2011, and uh, she was considered as a young onset Parkinson patient. And uh, I call it a journey uh, together. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the, uh, when she was diagnosed, our life changed, not all at once, but over time. When your loved one gets a Parkinson's diagnosis, you will spend a lot of time learning about the disease and understanding how to care for your loved one. Being a caregiver is a role that you grow into. It does not have to replace any existing role. I'm a husband, father, grandfather, and retired engineer. Now I am care partner too. My responsibility as a care partner have evolved over time as my wife's Parkinson has evolved. It can become overwhelming. In the beginning, I basically just provide the moral support for my wife. Today, she relies more on me to help her the effect of her Parkinson's. One thing for sure, care partners need to take care of themselves, physically, mentally, and emotionally. For me, that looks like going to the gym regularly, having lunch with the friends, and being involved with a faith family for a spiritual connection. Remember, you got to take care of yourself so you can take care of your loved one. John, 
uh, you know, I was looking over at your uh, your background, uh, uh, you know, from um, all of the nonprofits that you've done, you've dealt with, what you've done with Parkinson's. Um, you're a hero, but I think the real heroes are the one-on-one -on -one caregivers. Would you agree with that? Without a doubt. I mean, you know, I think um, in the Parkinson's space, I think the caregivers who give so selflessly uh, of their time and, and of their love, you know, to care for people who they, they love a great deal. I mean, they are, they are in the uh, trenches every day. And uh, that's why, you know, we take a month to acknowledge them, but we really need to acknowledge them year round. One of the things that uh, uh, Gil just said was that you had the caregiver needs to take care of himself, herself first uh, before you can take care of your loved one. Gil, would you agree with that? There, there's got to be some break for Gil so you can go out and play golf or uh, have a beer with friends, something away from just taking care of your wife? Oh, absolutely. Uh, not just for you know, care partners. You got the, you as an individual, you got to take time for yourself. And uh, also you got the, you have to find someone, some people that will support you. That could be your friends, family, church members, or support group. Maybe you have to pay the caregiver. An important point is a person with a Parkinson loses a function little by little, making your responsibilities as a care partner also change along the way. When you face your difficulties, reach out to the other care partners in the local Parkinson community or through the Parkinson Foundations. And I guarantee, based on my experience, you will find another person who has already gone through what you are struggling with. A strong support network is critical for your own well-being and the well-being of the person with the Parkinson's. And the Parkinson Foundation provides a wealth of a resource to meet the care partner's needs. So you found you found the the uh, Parkinson's Foundation and and their services to be helpful and I mean, I know you're involved, you're active uh, with with uh, a number of different units uh, of the of the foundation, but the caregivers and, and talking and sharing, is that helpful for you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to look at the, you focus on the, uh, you know, the physical symptoms of a Parkinson, but uh, you have to look at the mental health. You have to, you know, you just cannot do it alone. You have to rely on somebody to help you. And the best way to do is reach out to the the help that you need from your family and, and the local Parkinson communities. John, as we wrap up, we only have a moment or so left. What should people do uh, who are, one, interested in volunteering, making a donation, or if they have questions about their loved ones who have Parkinson's, where should they yeah. go? Uh, I would encourage people to go to our website. Um, you can learn a lot more about how to be a care partner. You can learn more about the Parkinson's disease. You can also learn about ways to get involved in your local community or to support the foundation through a donation. 
Um, so that's parkinson.org. That's parkinson.org. That's our website. We also have um, information in, in Spanish language. So if you're a Spanish speaking person or you know somebody who is and they want to access those informations, please uh, go to our website for the same reason. Uh, or if you want to talk to somebody um, in person, we have a helpline, which is 800-4PD-INFO. That's 1-800-4PD-INFO. And we have a uh, great team of uh, specialists who can help answer any questions you might have in both English and in Spanish. So we really encourage people to go to either one of those places. Well, I look forward to speaking to you again, uh, uh, hopefully not a year away. And we can uh, and you'll give us some uh, some more, you know, positive information about about Parkinson's. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, our guests have been John Lear, the uh, uh, president and CEO of the Parkinson's Foundation, along with uh, Gil Kim, um, who is a caregiver and an advocate uh, for Parkinson's. Uh, I'm Mark Allen. This is Late Night Health.